tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Recorded live.
welcome everybody. It's Off Road Live from the Desert Tower Studios in the Big Bad Desert. The Baja Crew and yours truly, Monster Mike. All right here, right now, live, the genuine off-road live. Thanks very much for joining us. It's obviously a big show with the big news coming north from La Paz late last week. And it took all weekend, quite frankly, to get the real story about what's going on. And it's ugly, people. It's really ugly. But we also have great uh, incredible race news, and that was out of the Daytona 500. That'll be coming up. John Stewart's taking a week off, and thank goodness that he is because we've got racing headlines up next on Off Road Live. Let's talk a little bit of NASCAR right out of the gates. Of course, our friends are with us here at the Desert Tower Studios. Ram Trucks, Hard Rock, Marlboro, Budweiser, Red Bull, and BajaSafari.com. The king of Baja. And we have to report on this. It's the kickoff to the 2016 NASCAR season. Danny Hamlin wins the Daytona 500, exclamation point, exclamation point. It was the closest finish in Daytona 500 history, five one-thousandths of a second win for the number 11 FedEx. Denny Hamlin won the Daytona 500 Sprint Cup Series race at Daytona International Speedway for his First win of the season, of course. First win in the Daytona 500 and 27th career win. Hamlin led 95 of the 200 laps around the famous Super Speedway. It is the second Daytona 500 win for Joe Gibbs Racing. First since Dale Jarrett won in 1993. It's his first career win for crew chief Mike Wheeler. It's the 11th straight season Hamlin has won a race. 2006 to 2016, the number 78 
Truex Jr. led coming to the start-finish line. But Hamlin caught him and won so close it was a photo finish. The number 18 Bush, last year's champion, finished third, followed by the number four Harvick, who gave Denny a bump to pull off the victory. The number 19 Edwards, number 22 Logano, number 42 Larson, number 7 Smith, and the number 3 Dillon, and number 41 Bush. The number 20 Kenseth was leading on lap 199 and was ahead of the second line, which Hamlin was in. But Kenseth moved to his right to block Hamlin and ended up overcompensating to that direction, to the right, and then he ultimately just passed Hamlin, who burned by him, and he took the race. Kenseth fell back and finished all the way back to 14th. The number 24 Chase Elliott, the pole sitter, rookie start, Spun on lap 20, didn't even make it to lap 25, while in the middle of the pack and did a lot of damage to the front end. Uh, he was out. Elliott came back out, uh, down 40 laps, and finished 37th. Number 88, Earnhardt Jr., who led 15 laps and was the race favorite, obviously, spun on turn four on lap 169, hitting the inside wall and ended his day, finishing 36th. There were no large racks, termed, quote, the big ones at Daytona during the event. There were 20 lead changes among 15 drivers, six cautions, and 31 yellow flag uh, laps. The average speed was 157.549 miles per hour. The scheduled race re-airs in less than 50 minutes on Fox Sports 1. So tune in right now to Fox Sports 1. And then, of course, interestingly, this is the first season that NASCAR is no longer reporting the money, the cash, won in the races. Isn't that interesting? There's so much money being made in NASCAR, they can't even announce it any longer. Stay tuned. Off-Road Live! Yeah. 
Here in the Desert Tower Studios from the Big Bad Desert. Off-Road Live's on every Monday for West 7 East. All right, let's take a look now at what's going on with the upcoming schedule for desert off-road racing in the West. And we'll also go over the uh, schedule for the Republic of Mexico's Baja races which we specialize in, go to BajaRacingNews.com for all that great inside information. And, of course, coming up in this show will be the insider report on how SCORE dropped Paradise from this year's schedule. A cancellation of the Baja Sewer 500 announced from La Paz. It was on a radio station down there, announced by Grijalva, and then, of course, uh, the Facebook page of Elvigia, the newspaper from Ensenada, transmitted the, uh, the essential uh, executive summary, and then it blasted all over the Internet with uh, SCORE having to respond via uh, its uh, press release that went out. And then, of course, now the big news that uh, came out over the weekend, the tourism secretary of Baja South, has replied in kind, and holy mackerel, am I glad that I'm not Roger Norman because he is getting blasted by all sides today. We will get to that story momentarily. The King of Baja San Felipe 250 will be live online at Baja Racing News on February 25th through the 28th. Now, today was supposed to be the kickoff to race week, but there really is no race week. There are very few racers going to San Felipe. It's almost a non-event. It almost was canceled. In fact, the inside word right now is at the last minute it was pulled out of the fire of cancellation itself. But we will be running a live event. February 25th through the 28th, no information, additional information other than what was already announced. So race week, uh, not really. The San Felipe 250, February 25th through the 28th, live, BajaRacingNews.com. Now, Cabo 500 pre-runs will start March 17th and run for an entire month to April 17th. Down in southern Baja, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Cabo500.com. And the Cabo 1000. More details will be coming out later today on the website. It was announced from Cabo San Lucas this morning, April 18th through the 30th. Cabo 1000. Your opportunity to motorsport from San Diego to Cabo San Lucas, April 18th through the 30th. And then, of course, the Dos Mares race the one that Roger Norman was trying to rip off and has been now thoroughly trashed, 
the Dos Mares race, the Dos Mares 500, April 29th through May 1st, live on BajaRacingNews.com. Well, what's happening in the United States? Put simply, the LiveMint400.com. Live online, the Live Mint 400 from Las Vegas, March 7th through the 12th. That's our United States highlight for this week. Coming up, more details about that event, live online. And, of course, all of the uh, terrific events at the Moore Racing Series, the JMAR Championship Series with Moore. We highly recommend their championship series. They had the Slash X a couple of weeks ago, the Motion Tire 300s coming up, and the McKinsey's 250 later on in the year. We'll follow those events closely on Off-Road Live and report all the winners and, of course, the silly season of more racing and all the the amateur and, quite frankly, great fun racing with more off-road racing and the JMAR Championship Series in the United States. Let's get back now to Baja Racing News because uh, so many of the, the big headlines came out uh, this week, and it all has to do with the fallout now, the damage from the Baja Sur 500. Uh, by the way, on February 15th through the 17th, the Cabo Safari ran. It is the 15th annual event, private sold-out safari down in Cabo, ran for February 15th through the 17th. Everybody had a great time down in paradise. Coco Palms, swaying Coco Palms on the blue azure sea of Cortez paradise. Go to cabosafari.com. Book your paradise today. Now, more information about the Baja Sur 500 and all the fallout. The inside from La Paz, up next.
Off-Road Live. Well, John Stewart has the week off, and uh, that's a good thing because uh, we've got so much to report in racing news this week. We tip our hat to John Stewart. He's on the road. And, of course, uh, next week's report will be uh, some exciting recreation desert action. Live action right here on Off-Road Live Recreation-Wise. So stay tuned for that. Tune in next week. The Baja Racing Center is back up on the website. Why? Because it's spring. Everybody now is out racing, recreating out in the desert. So the Racing Center is up and alive from the winter festival holiday Noel season, wrapping up at the end of this month, February. Did I mention that today is 2-2-2, February 22nd, Monday. Monster Mike, your humble host, along with the Baja crew. Everybody's here today, bringing it all to you live and there is quite a bit of stuff, so let's get right to it. Score drops paradise from the schedule. Unbelievable! Shocking! The cancellation of the Baja Sewer 500. So the event that Roger claimed was Oscar's fault... Oscar's idea Poor guy He can't even respond I'd give him a call and ask him if uh, If he was around And unlike a lot of the uh, The little mice in off-road racing Oscar Ramos at least would answer the question. Well, let's take a look back first into history, and then we'll follow through to what occurred this past weekend, because there's only one way to fully appreciate and understand what has transpired here. Back in the in the summer of 2013, our brothers and sisters of Southern Baja California had a crisis at the Cabo 250. A, an event, a, a crash occurred that threw everything into a crisis, and what happened was. The uh, organization that put on the event at the Cabo 250 in 2013, they had a massive accident that was caused by disorganization. And then when the injuries started coming into the hospital and the, the bills started piling up, it was found out that the insurance company refused to pay the bills. An entire collapse 
of a off-road racing system occurred. And ever since 2013, Baja South local races have tried to put uh, their events back together. And the big crisis is in, in insurance and making sure that the racers can get their injuries taken care of from the insurance fund that was supposedly put together by the organizers. Well, what happened was uh, one racer got his hand cut off in the uh, racing accident, and others were also injured, and it was from those injuries that it was found that Qualitas Insurance in Mexico did not have the correct coverage applied to the event, which caused the collapse of the coverages and a collapse of the racing organizations in Baja In fact, uh, the, uh, the head attorney general for the state sought action against Qualitas and a number of individuals in Baja South, ending their careers in holding events because it came out that that wasn't the first time that they had had mediocrity, as it was called in uh, Baja South, or ignorance in handling off-road events. At the very same time that all this fallout was occurring, who was in Baja South formulating his grand plan but Roger Norman? Who did he make a deal with in Baja South? The very individual that had organized the Cabo 250 and was being sought by the authorities to be thrown into jail. True. That's the reason why Gary Newsom at Baja Racing News put it very succinctly. Why is SCORE in bed with Norman Sassania, the deadbeat of Cabo San Lucas? The question was raised. And then, of course, it did come out later on that they were in a deal that Sassania was going to give them, oh, free TV coverage. Free Internet. And, of course, that was the key, isn't it? It was free. Well, guess what happened? They got busted. They got caught with their pants down in Cabo. Ultimately, they didn't go to jail, but they, but they had to pay a handsome sum of money to stay out of jail. And now they are barred from organizing desert racing in Southern Baja as a result of all the shenanigans from the Cabo 250 2013. More next.
Off-Road Live, the Baja Sur 500 cancellation story continues. In August of 2013, that very same year, just months after the disaster at the Cabo 250, the State Secretary of Tourism for Baja South expressed his satisfaction at the deal made with SCORE International for the Baja Sur 500. Since SCORE was the company with great prestige, that's when South Fish owned it, and a tradition in the organization of those races which over the years have given great international attention to the peninsula of Baja California and Baja Sur. They created great interest in the, throughout the citizens of Baja South to generate significant economic benefit, principally for the tourism sector and other trades in various parts of the economy, period. Ruben Ricci acknowledged he was the tourism secretary, and that's an important part of this whole story. This deal was made with another uh, government group. And by the way, it was a part of the government group, including a very corrupt municipal president in Los Cabos, neither of which is still there. During this time, the deal changed. It was never written in writing on paper of the changes that were made in between 2013 and 2016. What changes? The changes of who the deal was with and the timing and race route having to do with this this year's 2016 event. Very important. Because some of the assertions that have been made over the weekend bring up some really crucial, important points having to do with what was going on back then to what's happening at this time. Now, some of the points that Baja Racing News made at the time was that, whoa, wait a second. Back in 2014, Gary Newsom, the editor at Baja Racing News, pointed out the dangerous public sector failings of the government not spending money on the public as it was supposed to do. Quote, any money spent on SCORE is a waste of public funds, it was said in the articles at the time. If SCORE wants to race in Baja South, hey, come on down. Spend your own damn money to promote your own properties. Baja South went bankrupt recently in 2014. Many of the municipalities didn't have enough money to pay its, its own municipal police. SCORE took up public money from political parties for nothing but showing up and showing their faces before the new management, that being Roger Norman. Baja Serenos, the locals, went to SCORE to pay for its own events here. They also want their money back from the former PRD tourism de director who stole it from the public coffers which eventually led to the governor going to jail. True story. Governor went to jail. Serenos want their money to pay for their obvious problems not being cared for throughout the state. Gary Newsom said plainly, score, pay for your own parties in southern Baja, Mexico. Unquote. 
Gary Newsom stated at the time. And at the time, there were people not only going to jail from the public sector, but then, of course, the hurricane hits, things got even worse. And now, you probably don't know this, but things were so bad that Los Cabos had a municipal police department, it can't even pay for that now. So now it has a a state police that is authorized out of La Paz. They don't even have Los Cabos cops anymore because they're so broke. True story. And, of course, at the time, we were documenting on BajaRacingNews.com in 2013 and 2014 that SCORE decided that Baja Norte had enough races They moved its agent, Oscar Ramos, to get money in Baja South in January of 13, and it was confirmed. SCORE and HDRA unified in 2014. HDRA Vegas race ran in January with motors freezing in January out on the race course because it was so effing cold. It was pretty obvious that something had to be done. Roger Norman sent Oscar Ramos heading south. You know, snowbirding its interest to better weather and to encourage more Baja South racers into the SCORE series to create a non-points event in Mexico. Money, money, money. Oscar Ramos, how much money did Oscar bring into Roger? Well, just to go to BajaRacingNews.com, take a look at the story, and you'll see it all right there. We nailed it down at the time that the land of illusion in La Paz became a public money trough for the carpetbagger score international. And at the time, citizens began rising up in opposition to the gringo invasion. It became obvious when Roger was down there poaching teams away from the Baja South events, including the Dos Mares race, and putting them in his own desert race, screwing the pooch. Because as soon as as that was seen by the locals, what happened in the first Baja South event? None or very few of the local racers participated, and they had record numbers of entries in the Dos Mares 500 last year. Record numbers. Because they took a look at the entry fees, and they said, a gringo race for that amount of money? Or I could race Dos Mares and have way more fun? Easy, easy decision made by the locals. Yeah, they pre-ran. Yeah, they got a little excited. But it didn't last. And the reason why was because of the entry fee and the lack of real proceeds at the finish line. Then in May of last year, it was revealed that Federal Attorney General by the former leader of the cartel, Francisco Javier Ariano Felix, fully documented at BajaRacingNews.com at the time, declared 
in 2012, it finally became public in 2015, that the former head of the cartel maintained that Francisco Castro Trenti, who was the chief of police for Playas de Rosarito, was paid 20 grand U.S. a month for his services, according to the investigation by El Universal. The cartel chief, who was under arrest, still is, in the United States, he's in the Metro Tower in San Diego, the Fed uh, Tower in San Diego, downtown San Diego. He revealed to the feds in 2012 he made payments to the election campaign of the Democratic Revolutionary Party candidate Narciso Agundes, whose brother was the mayor of Cabo San Lucas up until last year, for the governor of Baja South, who sent $300,000, and he paid for hats and radio advertising during the campaign, which he won the state governor period from 2005 to 2011. That was the guy who Sal Fish and then Roger Norman blew to bring his rip-off race to Baja South. Why was it a rip-off race? Well, it was a rip-off race because this year it was announced clearly at the Off-Road Expo that Roger Norman was going to create a complete duplicate of the event of the Dos Marais 500 at the very same time the La Paz Club was putting on its Dos Marais race. Blatant theft. Period. So not only is he going down and putting a race in Baja South, well, that's fine. But then you rip off a local race, you you start poaching the teams, and then, and this is the really important part that measures up to what's happening right now, when it was first announced that this event was going to happen in southern Baja, it was announced as a every other year that the Baja 1000 wasn't going down that this event would occur. The very next year after the first one went off, Roger Norman threw all that out the window, said it was going to be annual, and then changed the date. At first it was a January race, and then he pushed it to April, right into the Dos Mares time frame. What did Sal Fish do to other people who were trying to put race events in Baja, California, when Casey Folks tried to put races in Baja, California? What did Sal Fish do and Oscar Ramos do? At the time, it's been reported in BajaRacingNews.com. Gary Newsom dug this up and reported on it. Oscar Ramos paid medical clinics in Ensenada not to assist in medical assistance for injured racers in that event. They also put up radio advertising throughout the northern part of the state that Casey's events were canceled, weren't even happening. They even got state law. SCORE went into the legislature. Oscar got law created that nobody could put an event within a month before or after a SCORE event. 
So you see what kind of warfare has been going on to hold races and to put a stake down in New Mexico to do events? And Roger walks down there and thinks he's going to go into La Paz and put an event right on top of uh, Dr. Murillo's Dos Mares 500. Do you think the locals were a little cheved? You better believe it. And as soon as the state changed last year, a new governor, a new uh, president in Los Cabos, everything that Roger had put together fell apart. It didn't help that Oscar Ramos died. Oscar possibly could have pulled this out. It's possible. But unlikely, with the knowledge that now that's coming out, I mean, just shocking, shocking information coming out from today's uh, reports on BajaRacingNews.com, the state tourism chief asserted that Roger Norman, quote, did not show the interest that is needed for a professional event, unquote, and regrets that the off-road automobile race, the Baja Sur 500, has been canceled unilaterally by the company Score International. Well, that's an exact opposite of what was then responded by the tourism secretary of Baja South. They said the very next day that there was a failure to reach a final agreement having to do with the event. Elvigia, the newspaper out of Ensenada, put it even more plainly. They said the Baja Sur tourism official called Roger Norman a liar. Period. Quote from the press release out of La Paz and the tourism secretary, sadly, Roger Norman managed a version that is not correct. In other words, the pieces of paper that he felt was a contract that were sitting in his hand, Roger had already unilaterally changed. He changed the date, he changed the timing, and he never came through with a approved race course. Since he did not show the interest that is needed for a professional event, they even had a meeting with us and did not, did not attend it. The original route was changed because he wanted to and did not account for the relationship with the tourism secretary. Ampudias, which were representing legally Roger in Mexico, and still are today, shocking, also was disappointed. Norman and Score had to learn that while they expected a green light to continue with the project of the Baja South 500, the off-road company was looking for an agreement to move the venue to Tijuana. And the Baja South tourism people blew up. Quote, that is something not at all ethical or responsible. And they didn't want to be a part of it. Unquote. That's what the tourism authority in La Paz concluded this past weekend. They were surprised to hear that there were attempts to put a race course in the area of Tijuana. In fact, I was surprised by it myself. Your humble reporter, Monster Mike of Off-Road Live, found out from a very good source that he had been contacted to look for a race course to fit in to where the Baja South 500 had been canceled. Quote, today there is no contract or any agreement signed with the company Score International and that there was 
uh, not enough time to specify the design of a final route. That coming directly from the Baja South official. Well, the Mexican welfare check obviously didn't come, and that's the reason why Roger canceled. It was obvious that he wasn't going to get his welfare check from the tourism department of Baja South. And that was simply because he had only had one conversation with those people this entire time. He had not made the appropriate work that was required to be done with the government of Baja South. Now, there's been some very disparaging remarks about the government of Baja South. But let me be clear. This reporter, Monster Mike, I've been in those negotiations. I know the people in Baja South. My brothers and sisters of off-road racing and those good folks in the government know the truth. This was a huge fail on the part of SCORE International. This Baja South government is doing its best with a horrible, terrible situation after a corrupt set of governors completely took all the money out of the municipalities and out of the state government and a terrible natural disaster, and they are doing their damnedest to put things together for the citizens of Baja South. The bottom line here is if there's not a benefit to the citizens of Baja South, why should it be a benefit to a gazillionaire like Roger Norman? And I've told this to other people, flat out. If I was in the same situation, there are many, many other people who do business like this in Mexico who would have handled it completely differently than Roger Norman did. Roger Norman has really damaged the relationship of the gringos down to the good people of Baja South. And it's a, it's a, it's a crying shame that this has turned out the way it has. And, of course, this is a, clearly a fail by SCORE International. And we hope that there's a way that they can pull this out for the Baja 1000 for the 50th. It's going to be very interesting to see what Roger Norman's going to do for the people of Baja South so that he has the right to bring racers back down to Baja South for the 50th Baja 1000 next year. It's going to be very interesting because you know now that the Baja South Tourism Secretary has said has stated straight out they have no agreements at all with SCORE International. Zero. And that includes anything that was thought about next year's Baja 1000. The 50th SCORE Baja 1000. Think about it. This is Off-Road Live, Monster Mike. And this is the only place that you're going to hear the bottom line of what's really happening out of La Paz and out of SCORE International.
right here on Off-Road Live. More desert racing news is up next. p.m. West, 7 East, the Baja Crew. Yours truly, Monster Mike, your humble host, with our friends, Ram Trucks, Hard Rock, Marlboro, Budweiser, Red Bull, and BajaSafari.com, the king of Baja. Hey, don't forget, everybody, in a, a very short order, not only do we have the San Felipe race coming up this weekend, But we also have Los Noches de Noches, Friday and Saturday, March 4th and 5th. Join us online Saturday and Sunday evenings, 4th and 5th, from Los Noches de Noches, live 
at sundown via Southern California, Desert Racing Highway 86. What is it? That's a free-for-all. It's a recreation free-for-all. Los Noches de Noches. Either join us online or uh, caravan with us out to the big bad desert. Uh, We want to thank all of the good people in uh, Los Cabos for entertaining us at the Cabo Safari Ranch for the last couple of months. We greatly appreciate your hospitality. And we also want to look forward to all these further events in Cabo San Lucas for the next five years at cabosafari.com. Go there right now. For the entire Baja crew, we'll see you next week. Because we know what you're looking for in desert off-road recreation and racing, and that's a good time. Some racing fun, right? You can find it right here and get the real dope on what's happening in racing and recreation. For John Stewart, the Baja crew, and everybody associated with Off-Road Live, thanks for your patronage, folks. We'll see you next week. Thank you.